Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Dark and Moth show. Uh, I am back, everybody. <laughs> yeah, he he was out for a while. Yeah, I was out for a good good week and week and a half ish. Yeah. yeah, I I had a uh, the COVID. That sucked. The Omicron COVID <laughs> slash Delta slash Niner slash... Any, any variant of it, I probably had it. <laughs> I was wrecked. Absolutely wrecked for the fir- like for that first week that I had it. And then I was just like slowly getting over it for the rest of that time. I was just, it was like I woke up and it's like I still had the symptoms, but it was also like not as bad. So I could get up and I could like do my laundry. You know what I mean? It was like like it's I had... like I need to sanitize my fucking house. Yeah, <laughs> I swear to God I did. I went around the entire house and I lysoled that entire thing because um my the rest of my house got it too. And we were talking about like wh- where we think that we all got it, and we're pretty sure that myself and one of my roommate's friends were patient zero, and that we both had COVID <laughs> by the time that we were hanging out because um, every Saturday we play D and D together. And uh, that friend and I were sitting, like, next to each other while we were playing uh, D&D. And so we're pretty sure that we both had COVID at that time. So everybody was all gathered around, you know. And then we all went our separate ways. And then it hit us, like, three days later. And we were all sick, like, m- massively ill. Although one of, one of the friends did not and was, like, visiting us the entire time and took, like, nine COVID tests, did not have COVID once. And we were, like... Are you superhuman, man? He was like, no, I had COVID like a few months ago. And we're like, oh, so you're just like cooler than us then. And he's like, yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely got sick after we worked together uh, after you got sick. But then I didn't have COVID either. And yeah. I took like four or five tests as myself. Yeah. And each of them were just negative. So. It... And you were feeling like garbage too. Cause, yeah. And I had, I had barely told you the symptoms that I was having at that point. But like then you told me that you were feeling sick and you were telling me what you were going through and I was like oh my god I'm feeling the same thing and you still were negative yeah I was totally negative and on top of being negative like I have this like sore throat that just did not go away it's still it's still here to to this day oh my god and and I stopped taking NyQuil and those kinds of things because the doctor was like kind of like you know you can't keep taking this stuff. It's doing you drink and you know it's you smoke, it's you rendering it and, yeah, useless. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's useless. Like, so I was thinking maybe it was something like has to do with the tonsils or something. You know? Oh yeah, it could. probably because I've never had my tonsils removed, and I know a few people have. So I yeah, I mean I don't. When I got my tonsils removed, I was like seven, so I barely remember it. But I'm, I I was sick for a little bit after that, so it was just sort of like a like my throat's more open and susceptible to things now, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like you gotta watch every little thing you put in your mouth. <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't have that problem. It seems like you do. <laughs> I, oh, trust me, a lot of people out there said that was the reason why I had a sore throat, but no, that wasn't it. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, but definitely, like, it was crazy because I honestly, I felt like, Somewhere along the way, like one of us was gonna have fucking COVID, and I knew it. Yeah, because it was, was gonna like, happen. Yeah, but I mean, it's like I tell people. I think before I, get, I even got my COVID shots, I probably already got COVID, because I remember there was right before they even started saying anything about COVID or. Uh, 
but you had like symptoms of it and yeah, all that kind of yeah, stuff. Like, yeah. Before COVID, like I said, when it was still, uh, what was it? Something fucking nine. What was it? Like a different. I don't different variant. It was a different variant of it, but I think yeah. it was. I mean, it was technically probably yeah, called COVID nineteen or me, coronavirus. And me but... and uh, the boss of CB. Yeah. Actually got sick around the same time, and oh. we both had breathing problems and everything. Wow. And, and so then, you probably have like an immunity then. You probably. Know? And then also with the vaccination, it's like you're still you're also kind of you know. Yeah, but now it's just more of a oh, it's like a common cold or it's a lesser. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's less potent. Yeah, as it is for uh, some people out there, which is very unfortunate. Yeah, you know, I don't remember like I don't remember any time before like I think. The, the last time that I was sick like that was way before the, the like the whole thing even started. Yeah, so when I got exactly. it, I was like, wow, it took me two and a half years. <laughs> and, and I was so mad because everybody quarantined, and I'm like, dude, why the hell is everything shutting down and I'm quarantined for no reason when I don't have anything and I'm not getting it and I don't understand why everybody else is. And you it's like I mean? all of is a sudden even real. And then you get those people that are out there who were like that, who were kind of like thinking the way I but was. Then they, like, but then, real? But then, then they spiral and it turns it into like a lot of different conspiracy theories. And it's like, I completely, you know, um, like understand that. Uh, but also, you know, like that's fucking, I don't even know, man, you know? Um, sorry for the little bit of an awkward voice. I just, uh, we got a curtain for our little area so that it, we, we feel a little bit more, uh, secluded, uh, to like really be intimate with you guys. Was that a daddy long leg though? Yes. Not, that, it, yeah, there, that's a, yeah, it's a daddy long leg. There, <laughs> there was a daddy long leg that started <laughs> crawling down the thing and, and dark was like, was just like kind of like nicely, very respectfully pointed across and look cause it was right next to my head. So I was going to like scoop it up with my phone and like. Put it on the floor, but it started. I think it's gonna leave us alone now. <laughs> yeah, no, no, most spiders are more scared of us than we are them, but it's just there are a few that are very aggressive. Yeah, and, and it's not daddy long legs, but I mean, that's probably why I put up with them. But well, I I hate else, bugs, but it's I like, forget. but I also am like good under pressure, so it's like, so it's like, okay, I'm gonna let you respectfully go, <laughs> you know? Oh no, we would have had to edit definitely because I would have screamed like a little bit. <laughs> And I would have been gone. I would have jumped up. Immediately. Been, yeah. Been gone. Like, I don't play the Completely spider game. Completely believe sorry. you. <laughs> you know, I have a fear because I watched the news when I was younger, and they actually said that it happens every once in a great while, but you will get a banana spider from, you know, because they come from Brazil and all those places. Yeah. And you could get a banana spider sometimes come into the boxes that come in oh, from, God. from the other country. Oh, and, God. And they're, very, and they're venomous, and they're... they're Scary. Uh, yeah, and they're... And I remember uh, it was on the news that it was up in a in a store, a, gro a big grocery store, like a big one, like a very oh, famous no. grocery store. And it wasn't until someone looked up, like, oh, crap. There's, there's a, a giant yeah. up there. Jeez. And, and it was like, and then it was all over the news. They had to call animal control to come get it. Oh, and no. the problem with uh, banana spiders is they are an aggressive species. That's so they will horrifying. bite first and then you know try to run later. Yeah, no, that's so, horrifying. I, and they jump. And they uh, jump. No, more than jump, anything, so. I hate jumping. Like, like okay, flying creatures already scare me if they're flying towards you to like get you. But like. Jumping spiders, 
will always scare the ever-living shit out of me because because it's such a quick thing you don't know where they went you have yeah. no idea where the fuck yeah, they went exactly. and you're just like oh my god i think i'm about to die like i think i'm literally gonna get murked by a tiny little jumping spider yeah and and that's really unfortunate i don't remember what i watched as a kid there was this one thing that i saw where essentially like um i saw you know, like, a person laying on the ground and then a bunch of fucking bugs crawling over them and crawling into their eyes and their nose and their mouth and their ears, and I was just like, eh, eh, eh. Uh, like, eh. Yeah. And it made me, it made me, like, it ruined me for the rest of my life. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. Like, I, what ruined it for me is, uh, my grandfather used to, uh, we used to live in the country over there going towards Valley Springs. Oh, okay. And there's actually, they, uh, tarantulas have a migration pattern. Really? Yes, they do. And wow, I did not know that. During the summer, they migrate to go to go uh, mate and everything. And they and when I say they migrate, I'm not talking just one or two. No, no it's like a swarm. Them, it's like a swarm. Like thousands of them go, and they wow. crawl and they go straight. That's across like the... that would be beautiful from far away. Yeah, I'll say far, I'll tell you that yeah, much. If you away, watch it, it and very you... interesting. Yeah, it's like oh my god, but. <sighs> My grandfather was just one of those people where he would go to the bar and he would sell it to the, to the, you know, to the drunks and the alcoholics that are there that are like, hey, my kid wants a pet. Hey, what do you know? A spider. I got one. You know, and it's like, oh, tarantula. Sure. You know, my, my son would love that. Oh, my God. And, and like, and because they're not, they're not, they're not venomous, of course. Yeah. No, tarantulas are, still, are relatively they, docile. If it bites, it will fucking hurt. Obviously. But. It, they are some species like the ones I'm talking about are non-venomous. Yes, they're so, and and tarantulas in general are just generally pretty docile. Like again, most like most smaller animals are more scared of humans than humans are scared of them. Yeah, whether or not they're venomous, you know, like like even the venomous ones, you know. Yeah, they don't want to be bothered. They just want to be left alone. Exactly. So so like you know, it's not like it's like a horrible thing to go around being like, hey, like, there's there's a bunch of freaking spiders that are gonna be growling. Get yourself a pet. Like that's weird, but it's also not like you're, he wasn't being a bad person, <laughs> you know. No, no, but he would literally scoop them in the bags, and I'm not oh. talking one orange jars. And he would stop along the road, and he would tell me to help him. No. And, 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 and as a little kid, I was scared to touch him, and he used to be like, like you know, be more of a boy and yeah. just scoop it. You just kind of grab it by the butt end and just kind of just kind of you kind of just scoop him into scoop the jar and or leave him into the jar. It's sort of like a toss sometimes, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and you you could get him in there without getting bit. And I'm just like, I don't want to. Touch I don't even want to touch it because yeah, it's furry. It's ugly. That's it's also furry, why I don't I just... like peaches. I'll tell you that right now. That is the exact reason why I don't like peaches. <laughs> Things that because have fur that should not have fur are terrifying to me. I think that they're so weird. Like, so insanely weird. I don't... Like, I, I, I tried a peach once when I was a kid, but I had to make sure that it was, like, skinned. Completely skinned. Because you're like, fuck that. You're like, fuck peaches that. come in cans. They grow in cans. Don't you know, don't you know they grow in cans? Because <laughs> fuck the fur that grows on them, bro. That's, like... Like, like that is so... Ew. Like, more than <laughs> ew, bro. Um, you know, funny fact is, is when I was little, I actually rubbed 
of each on my arm and I got a rash because of the fuzz on it. I guess it, it like it so I'm validated is what you're saying and not liking the peach fuzz. I'm, I don't I don't know if it happens to everyone. I don't suggest people just go around rubbing peaches on the on their arms or stuff. But I like, will I, I don't... go rub a peach on yourself, fam. Yeah, uh, yeah right. <laughs> it just splatters all over your arm. I got more sticky than I did. Like, it's fine. Like no, but like I said, I did and. It was like, and I was like, oh, okay, you know, maybe I'm allergic to peaches or something. But yeah, no, maybe. I could eat peaches. It, I was fine when I ate them. It was just for some reason. Some you just had this innate desire. You know, um, yeah. I have this little, like, um, like, I'll show it to you right now, but it's essentially just like a little, like, brown freckle on the side of my thumb. And I don't remember how it got there, but, uh, like, obviously, like, in my, obviously I know that it's because it probably grew there because I was a kid um, and, like, getting freckles and stuff. But I remember very clearly that I was at, like, an Easter uh, reunion with my dad's side of the family, and I just let a drop of chocolate harden right in that spot. And then when I moved it, it was there. <laughs> so in my head, the freckle, like... It was the chocolate. It's, it's from chocolate. And, <laughs> and, <laughs> and so, so that's... I'm not fucking with you. That's exactly the way that my brain received it. And now, like, looking back, it probably was there before I, you know what I mean? But I just do not remember it being there before I put the chocolate on there. <laughs> it's like, and it's such a faint mark, too. So I, so it's like, oh, is it starting to disappear? Finally, after I mean, over 10 I, years I think, of it. I think if it worked like that, it would definitely, like, Anything you ate, you would just change that color. Right? Just, right? You are what you eat. eat. Yeah, <laughs> like, you yeah. know, you go eat some carrots, next thing you know, you're orange like Ernie. You know? For real. <laughs> go eat a banana. Oh, eat God. The fill, part of the fill, you're yeah. all freaking yellow. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, you, you eat, like, broccoli green. and you're Kermit the Frog now. All yeah. of a sudden, you're you're just Kermit the Frog. You're just green. You're just... Yeah. Although, we, we did derail for quite a bit, but uh, the topic that we wanted to discuss was more along the lines of uh, coincidences and uh, superstitions. So, you brought yes. the idea of coincidences to my brain, and I, I, ha I immediately told you this, uh, this thing um, that I know for sure is a crazy coincidence in my life, but then I also have another one as well. Um, multiple people in, on my dad's side and my mom's side of the family were born on Friday the 13th, including myself. And I know that that's not, like, bad luck, because we're all relatively successful people, and, like, I'm pretty sure we're all happy, maybe. Um, <laughs> but, like, it is whack, because my families didn't know each other. when, Like, like my, my mom's side and my dad's side family, they did not know each other at all growing up. So it's not like they could have synced up the pregnancies. Like, literally, my dad's side of family was from Wisconsin until... Like, my dad was born, and so that was in, like, like 77, and my mom was born in 78, but my mom is the oldest of, like, four other kids, and with, like, eight years apart in that kind of thing. Like, there, there was no way that that kind of thing could be synced up, and, like... Whole, what like like and and I yeah. and I my mom told me about this when I was a kid she was like you know my stepdad you're you're because um you know it's funny um my my mom uh had had a stepdad uh when she was 14 like she got a stepdad when she was 14 and that is the grandpa that I grew up with and um my mom's last name starts with a, a b and so we called like my actual blood grandpa Papa B, but in my head it was Papa A and Papa B. 
Papa A was Ted. Ted is literally my favorite person in the entire universe, okay? And I don't, I'm not saying his last name at all, so it's not like I'm fully name dropping here. Plus, I don't know if he would even want an alias. He doesn't give a fuck, dude. He's literally, like, I completely idolize him. He's he's the best. Yeah, I love him more than literally anything. He's definitely, like, my Uncle Jude for me, because my Uncle Jude is, like, my favorite uncle out of all of them. He's the only one that I feel like, no matter what you're doing in your life, he's trying to support whatever yes, it is you're doing. Yes, I, okay, I haven't come out to most of my, like, outermost family, besides, like, my immediate, you know, my mom, my dad, my siblings. Um, I, I haven't come out to most of them as, you know, trans and, you know, gay and all that kind of stuff. But I have this like innate knowing that if I told my grandpa Ted like or actually we don't even call him grandpa we just call him pa straight up he's just pa if I called if I called pa up or I went to you know visit him and I was like hey I'm trans I identify as this and this is my name and you know whatever he would he would literally like pat me on the shoulder and he'd be like are you happy and I would say yes and then he would be like okay then that's all that matters. Yeah, then be you, yeah. And, like, and he would immediately, like, be very supportive. Like, I, and I fully believe that with every bone in my body. And it's, like, I know almost nothing about this man's life, like, as an old, as a younger man. Yeah. Like, I know nothing about his past because I, he doesn't really talk about it. He's a very quiet and reserved man. But it's, like, I just know it. I just know. Like, and it's, like, he's such a like, sweet I would human. Think, but like, he was born on Friday the 13th. Yeah. Yeah. See, and that's weird because, like, a lot of people are not born, like, on certain days. Like, my son, like, I remember one time uh, me and my ex-wife had a conversation, and she said, I will make sure you always remember. And she never planned it because we were trying to have my son for almost two years before we were able to conceive him. Okay. And it was at random. And literally, he was born on her birthday, so now I will never forget. Wow, that's wow. Because I always that's forgot. A really her. interesting I'm a, coincidence. I'm a horrible husband too. By the way. <laughs> I I forget the people on Liz's birthday because I'm kind of a narcissist, and I only care about my birthday. And <laughs> do you know when my birthday is? Wait, okay, hold Wait, on. No. Do you know when my birthday is? You know what? I I had it, and then I lost it. And then I forget. Bro. Like, literally, I Bro. It's like... No. Okay. The reason why I say this is because it was literally last month. Like, it was literally last month, and because I keep saying Friday the 13th. What day do you think it was? Friday the 13th of, uh, of June? Like, uh... Yeah. Wow. Critical thinking skills over there, Buster Boy. Buster Brown. You're so smart. You're, like... Um, so, like, insane. But, like, that's, that's, that is, um, that's, it includes, okay, so people within my family that are Friday 13th is Pa, my mom's stepdad, um, myself, and then also, um, my, my dad, um, obviously my dad's side, and then also, um, my grandma as well, my great-grandma on my mom's side. She's also Friday the 13th. And so was her daughter, my great aunt Sandy. 
It's like, like I think I'm like great uncle Jason Voorhees. No. <laughs> What's funny is that none of us are October 13th. You know, like none of right? us are October 13th. It just all kind of lined up, and we're all just a Friday. Like in, yeah. like in, I'm That's like I'm, I'm not afraid though. to say my age. I was born two th- in 2003, so I just turned 19 years old. So in 2003, in June, the 13th was a Friday, and then in. On May 13th, my dad was born in 1977. In 1930, my uh, grandma was born in, um, she was born in April, April 13th. Like, she, like, like it's all, like, it's coming together. Like, like, yeah, it's Like, weird. it's, like, fully, like. It's definitely like, weird. Like, it's, it's really an interesting coincidence. Like, I can't even, that's, like, my favorite fact to tell people that, like, that I first meet. Because I'm, like, guess what? Guess what, homie? <laughs> like, yeah, like, guess what? Uh, my birthday is the And it's like, I'm a huge, like, horror movie buff. I'm a huge history buff. I love, you know, like, kind of supernatural stuff. I'm very just, like, into the, you know, paranormal, all that kind of a thing. So it's, like, it's just kind of a, it's a fun little flex, I think. You know, like, I yeah. get to just, well, like, flex well, on also people. also leads it into superstition as well, because a lot of people believe that Friday the 13th is a bad luck day. I, I believed it for many years. Yes, until, yeah. Until someone once told me, you know, well, luck comes like this. It's only as bad as you make it for yourself. Meaning, if you believe you're going to have bad luck, you're you going to get have, bad luck. It's if a part you, of manifestation. Yeah, it's kind of like, oh, you're, you're, I'm going to have a bad day today. I know I'm gonna have a bad day. That you end up having a bad day, exactly. if not worse. And you know, I, and I, and I know that. that because, um, you know, while I was on my trip and stuff like that, one of the people on the trip had her birthday, and she turned, um, she turned, well, yeah, she turned 21 while she was there, and um, she has always had a really tough time with her birthday because of a lot of stuff that happened within her past, um, but the entire day she was making it so much harder for herself. Anytime, like, anybody was, you know, a little bit nicer to her because it was her birthday, or if, like, at dinner, we we were able to pitch in, we all pitched in our money to get her a cake, and she, like, broke down sobbing. Like, it was like a, like, she was really deeply disturbed. Um, and and honestly, if, it, like, if... When people have, you know, traumatic experiences around a certain day, like I know I do, um, I tell people in my life, maybe once, but this girl just kept saying it, and she just kept bringing it up, and kept just, like, making the day harder for herself. It's kind of like, uh, the week of my birthday, a lot of people don't know, but the week of my birthday is always been the most horrible week of my year. Yeah. So the end of the year comes, you know, for me, it's like the end of the year is obviously when New Year's is and mm-hmm. stuff, but for me, it's always during my birthday and it's that week. So once that week starts, I always take a deep breath because something and anything that can go wrong will go wrong during that week. And that's just because there's like a pattern, you know? It, yeah, and, and it's been a pattern within... since I was a child. Right. It's been a pattern. Yeah. Not to mention, uh, there was many years before I got with my partner that... I didn't even really celebrate my fucking, my birthday. I stopped celebrating it because I just got tired of the, you know, those The things. feeling of, like, dread. dread. Yeah. And knowing that, like, anytime I planned anything for my birthday. That it would go it just, wrong. It would just go, it would yeah. fall through. It and, just couldn't do it. Didn't have yeah. the money. This happened. That happened. 
this happens, that happens, and mm-hmm. it's always like back to back to make you go, you know what, fine, I'm just not doing it. I'm, I'm just, just not, not going to try because it's time. hard, yeah. And that was like, that was really um, like tough to try and like empathize with, with, with the, the girl. And, you know, I was with her for most of that day, um, and I was just doing everything in my power to make it a better day. But it just sort of felt like she just did not want it to be a better day. You know, like it was she like. She could have been just like how I said. She was like me and she was just tired of it. And it was just to the point where it's like, let's just pretend it isn't my birthday today. So that way I could get through the day and nothing bad happens. Right. But, you know? but nothing bad was happening. We were in a different country. We were going to these beautiful places. It was amazing. And we were like, t- we were Maybe laughing and we like were having sec. fun. And she was just like, this would be so yeah. great if it wasn't my birthday. Like this, like she was very much like adamant and it was hard because like I, we went to lunch and we had the best lunch ever. This is, I took pictures of my food twice while I was on that trip. I know I wanted to eat it. (laughs) There was one, the one time, the first time it was because I was eating creme brulee. Because I had never had creme brulee before. And I was like, oh my God, I'm having creme brulee in France. Hell yeah, I'm literally the coolest person alive right now. The second time was that lunch. It was the best burger I had ever had. And it was so goddamn delicious. <laughs> it's like, it had no, no additives. It was not It was GMO. literally, it was, like, it was so good. And it was an American and her, burger. It was just no, wasn't. it was beautiful. And, and her, she enjoyed her food the same way that I enjoyed, like, mine like we were so hyped up about this lunch and it was just like yeah cool and then she just immediately brought it down again because it can't be that good because it's my birthday like it was like she wasn't letting it be good you know it's also because like i said when we feel that way as people and as a person who felt that way once before we kind of dread our existence yeah because we feel like we're just there to ruin everybody else's time too right and that's and that's a really hard thing to go through i just think that there's that there is a difference between you know the fear that something will happen and just taking that fear throughout the day and being very you know self-conscious and hyper aware and then also completely not letting anything good happen you well, know it's like like, like my like my partner and i he, i've shown him like firsthand and he's seen it with his own eyes this is something that is definitely not just coincidence like a it pattern is, it is a pattern yeah and it happens every year like there's those days where where he planned me a party it was going to be beautiful it would be nice but nobody showed up wow um and he, we had all the food, everything, and, like, no one shows up. Wow. Uh, our special guest, one year, uh, coming up on the next episode, one year, actually was the only one who showed up with a manager of uh, a CD. They were the only two that showed up. Was it um, uh, Trinity? No, it wasn't Trinity. Okay. It was uh, our actual, like, boss. Oh, the other one, yeah. Yeah. So, um, it was just kind of like, I don't know, I, I, the whole week, I just was going through the week, and I told people, like, oh, well, nothing's gone bad yet, so let's just get through this week, and, and I'll let you guys know how I'm feeling. And I literally, every year, double up on my therapy appointments for that week, because I know something bad will happen, and I And you need to talk to somebody. Talk, yeah, yeah, about it, because... 
And, like, even my therapist one year, she goes, you know, hey, it's getting close to your birthday. Is things working out? And I'm like, well, I don't know. You know, I don't know how things are going to go. But, mm-hmm. you know, if they go, they go. If they don't, they don't, you know. Right. Yeah, absolutely. It's just one of those things now where I'm like. And, and that becomes it, a superstition it. in itself is, is you just, you just. Just like this year. You just dread. I was really happy about doing the camping thing. And then you were just kind of like, I can't take those days off to go camping. Yeah. And I'm like, but no, I wanted to do. Yeah. You know, I want to go camping. And right. that would have been a really good episode, I feel like, of our, of our podcast. Because not only would we have been out. Yeah. In the open forest. But then it's the like, then we can talk about a lot of other different things. Like in the moment or, and it's like spookier. Or exists in the world. Or right. Whatever, you know? And, and you know, there, there's but still. We can still do that here. Theoretically, I mean, it, we can we, still do that. Yeah, we technically still do yeah, these things anyway. Yeah, for sure. So. Oh, okay. I have another coincidence for you. Um, one of my friends, um, it's actually the same friend that I was, um, that I went to um, his birthday party yesterday, the that one. He and I are like the same person in different fonts. He was born, um, you know, he he's um, he's a Cancer, and I'm a Gemini, obviously. And I'm, you know, smaller frame, and he's and he's like big, broad shoulders, very like beefy. Um, but those are literally our only two differences. You know why? Because because he also has a septum ring. He also he and I had green hair at the same time. Our exes are literally the same, like like did the same things. Different people, but they did the exact same things. We felt the exact same way about it all. And then also like our like gender identities, our like our coming out experiences were eerily similar. And then also we started uh, testosterone a month apart. Like we like we same person and it's like what a small world for 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 so many similarities to happen between two people and then to actually like end up meeting and being friends and it's like how does that even happen genuinely how does that happen you know usually that goes into fate or those kinds of things but then again i think that there's just specific people out there for specific others and there's multiple sometimes and you just got to be able to tell which ones are there to, you know, ruin your life or which ones are there to make it better. Yeah, because somebody honestly, told me once, they were like, what if he's literally your twin flame? Because he's the same person. What yeah. if he ends up showing you the worst parts of himself that are also the worst parts of you? What are you going to do when that happens? And I was like, what? Face it. <laughs> I was like, I guess I'll face it. The fuck? I don't yeah. know. Well, that's, yeah, because technically that's like kind of like, that's why when we talked about like relationships, I was saying like me and my partner are polar opposites. Yes, it's when I so learned weird. about you guys and I actually like, met met you guys and I you know like met worked with you guys separately and all that kind of stuff, I was like, wow, these people could not be more like different. But the way that you guys like function and like and just sort of meld, it's sort of like um, it's like almost. well well you know what it's like? It's like gears. Is yeah. they just it interlocks in the best way, even if the the pattern isn't the same, you yeah. know? Like it's like if the gear lock pattern is not the same, but they can still like cog together. That is that is exactly like you guys, and I think yeah, that that definitely. is so insanely fascinating. It is it is truly like a a good way to like you know know somebody is 
because because they offer so many different ex- different perspectives, and I think that that it can be yeah. really eye opening. And it's not only that I I love him so much only because he's quick to let me know honestly how he feels about everything. Very and, honest, and, 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 and you need that because yeah. of all the things that you've been through. You need somebody that will always be honest with you like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, was it coincidence we met? I kind of feel like it was, you know, in a way because of the, the situation that I was in mm. and it wasn't until I fully left that situation did he ever truly say okay now I'll actually give you a chance exactly and it was weird the way it happened too because a lot of people don't know this about him but I was texting him for at least a year before he ever would talk to me oh. and he ignored me oh, oh he, he put me he on, let you know real he, quick he, he, he was he like put, i'm not he ready put me on block or one time i think he said not interested and just sent the text but i was so persistent because i was like i'm gonna give it a couple months and he's gonna start to like me one day eventually he, eventually because you know hi. that you're good yeah, like you so, know that you're a good person and you know that so you i just could, kept saying yeah. hi kept saying hi kept saying hi kept saying hi and it just so happened he was in that same place in his life that it was like, okay, you know what? I, and then it's funny because he'll he'll tell you I was fucking bored. <laughs> That's what he'll tell you. I was fucking bored, and but was I, I mean I, get, I, I wanted to humor you, but was a it little the, bit. But was it the like, truth? See, yeah. And he was like, I was just gonna humor you, and then, and then <laughs> it turned out he just peeked through the curtain and just nodded at me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so he said, I'm gonna I was just gonna humor you, but you know, you the things you were saying and how you were talking, I decided, well, maybe I should give him a chance. Exactly. And, and that is like that is genuinely like that's that's honestly adorable, you know? Cause cause what kind what what better way to like start is is sort of just like, you know, I will give you a shot. I will give you a chance. You and get like one. you and, and it's like you hear that you hear that <laughs> in movies and you're like yeah, they got one chance to make it all right to save the world, yeah. and and then it's like, like they do it, and it's the coolest story of all time. It just is like amazing, and it transcends like lifetimes, yeah, and it's completely timeless. Like I fully believe that, that like you guys are like not necessarily symbiotic, but definitely along those like along along the same border you know yeah like one can simply not exist without the other it is just you guys have to work because the gears will not spin if they don't have a matching piece you know Yeah, exactly and even in our relationship now where we added somebody where i added a boyfriend yes to it, yes it's still it's like it's like there was moments where people brought up and have asked me about mm-hmm. that situation i said well, if he's your soulmate and that's coincidence and that's destiny and all of that then stuff. Then why would you want to, like, add somebody to the you... party? What if I just care about people? Hmm? Well, well, not only that, there were certain issues that we were having as a couple, but we agreed that we were always the one. We were, yes. we were the infinite symbol, you know? Yes. And if anything else comes in, it'll be there, but it's not as infinite as me and him are. So we and once so you, you guys, come to a common agreement like that, you start to realize, okay, he's not leaving, I'm not leaving, and literally, so, it does not matter. Like yeah. it's like it like not that it doesn't matter. It's more that it's not as um, it's not as like prevalent in you know anxious minds, yes. you know, because it's there is this definite nailed to the wall agreement that you guys are 
the the one like you guys are the one true pair that yes. will stay for literally forever you know yeah and despite what other people say we just are like uh no you don't get it you yeah you don't get you don't get yeah how, and when they hear all that they and they're literally just like okay but still yeah, no, no, no. I'm going to walk away from that person immediately because, like, yeah. you did not listen to a word that, that was said, you know? Exactly. Like, it, it is so um, troubling because a lot of people judge, you know, polyamorous people or people within open relationships like that um, a lot for that sort of a thing. And it's – I genuinely don't – I don't get it. Like, it, I might not, you know, be polyamorous or anything like that, but at least I can understand that – I mean – most species aren't monogamous like yeah. they're like yeah. most like plus, i think i'm pretty sure humans are the like are the really the only ones that are what i from what i was taught growing up and what i'm learning in colleges is that monogamy was actually created by churches and stuff anyway exactly and you know you know what you know the only other species that i can think of off the top of my head that are monogamous you know what they are praying mantises you want to know what praying mantises do they bite the heads off each other <laughs> yes like like <laughs> Can you not? Can so you? The females detonating, they eat. They eat the male's head. Yeah. Exactly. So so so. And so do so do spiders. Spiders do the same. They eat each other. Those are monogamous relationships within regular animal kingdom species. Yes. So why does that make sense? Why would that make sense for humans if literal animals actually bite each other's heads off? What are you gonna do with your human partner? Are you gonna bite the the other one's head off? <laughs> well, not actually physically, but more like mentally bite their bite each other's head off. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And which would, which which usually that's why there's a lot of people. Don't there's a lot of tension. because of the fact that they they're like they were the one and they left me. Well, maybe they weren't the one. Maybe they were like I was explaining to Trinity the other day. Okay. Maybe they were a stepping stone to the person you're supposed to be with but you have to be with that person first yes. because if you don't take yes. that stepping stone that is you will not get there that you is exactly why i believe in in multiple soulmates in your lifetime there will always be more than one quote-unquote one you know and and when and and when you get to that final one person you know because every other soulmate that you had before then or maybe not had beforehand are completely not non-existent anymore you yeah, know exactly. like like they mattered to your life to get you to that person but they don't matter more than that because because they they, they you know they might have taught you a lot they might have whatever yeah. but they really were and just that of, stepping stone and a lot of people also don't realize that when you take those those coincidences and those stepping stones and you do all those things and they're like well what about the trauma what about the trauma what about all the negative things that happened to you while you were with i don't get it blah blah blah. and, and then that's when you got to go okay but did that negativity change the person that you are now because if it changed who you are then maybe it was that was coincidence because maybe because it taught you something it taught you to, to and be I'm a not, person and i'm and i'm and we're not to treat people that way okay i want to clarify neither of us are are telling you to get in in relationships with abusive and toxic people yes. i just believe that like i personally and i think you also do i believe that there are people in your life that are meant to teach you yes like like they don't walk into your life you know with the intention of teaching you but they will give you a lesson about just people in general because yeah. it gives you that experience it gives you the experience of experiencing this specific type of person 
um, that has gone through this, that, or the other thing, and you learn from them. Like, my my um, my ex is, like, it's the first long-term relationship I ever had, and it was almost for two years, and I have learned so much from that, and I, I will never regret the relationship because of that. It does not matter what, what he did to me or what I did to him. I will always remember the lessons that I was taught throughout that, and I will never regret the relationship. It just is... Like, I honestly, truly, how it was meant to I go. I don't like how things went in my past relationship. Oh, obviously not. I don't like it either. There was only one that I regretted, and the other I didn't regret because she gave me two wonderful children that you know I would never have otherwise. Exactly. And, and like I they're said, the I best have my son, ever. and my son, no matter what his mother does, I will always remember his birthday now too because maybe that taught me because no one paid attention to my birthday so they said pay attention closer to your son's birthday. You have so to pay attention because the because it's he like... He needs you to. Yeah. yeah. You he need to, to you be loved. You need feel, feel special the way you didn't feel special. Yes, and that was the universe just giving you this push of you need to like it's not that you need to value birthdays it's just you need to value your son you need yeah. to value the people close to you in your life exactly. just be, because you you know you weren't taught to value your birthday or, or value parts of yourself and that hurt you extremely you know yes. so and so what you need to do from that point forward it that was what the universe was trying to do is essentially was just being like you need to start caring because your kid will hurt you know for it if you don't you know what i mean and it's yeah. it's you know it's almost it's not like it's a no pressure thing because it's a little bit of pressure um yeah, yeah no definitely <laughs> but is. but it's it teaches you you know it just teaches you a lesson and whether or not it's you know as small as like learning birthday or whatever it still matters to like show that you need to like value the people in your life you know yeah. And that that truly is like a really important lesson I think to learn is that like when you're, you know, starting to get older and get and you know your personality, and you know who you are, you need to value people in your life. And it doesn't have to be a romantic way. You just need to show people that you care because I mean, you can be antisocial if all you want, but they're they're is nothing like having a true friend in your life and there is nothing like the feeling of being valued so if you spread that feeling of being valued to people that you know and you make people feel valued they will make you feel that valued you know what i mean yeah exactly like and again there's no greater feeling than that is to feel that people care about you you know whether or not it's romantically, you know, or platonically. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's just weird how a lot of things can be led to coincidence. And then there's people who believe too much in superstition. And yeah, it's <laughs> like I was always taught as superstition wise. Oh, don't let a person sweep your feet because if they sweep your feet, it means you're going to end up in prison. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> you I don't you know actually believe that, though? When I was little, yeah. I believed one day oh. I would end up in jail or prison. And wow. I actually did. Oh, so so I maybe that one is once. real? Question mark. Question mark. Maybe it, but it's it was kind of a it was kind of a I guess Hispanic or Mexican um you know 
superstition. I don't remember which side it came from because a lot of my family is actually Hispanic or Mexican. Okay, so, so it's a so mixture. It, it's so a it mixture. just kind of, you know, it, you know, yeah, it so could, it, kind of it went through the grapevine essentially yes. <laughs> to get and, to you. And there was that. There was a, there was a few other superstitions. Oh, the black cats, obviously. Oh was a yeah. And I owned a black cat. I never once had bad luck, like or or not once did I turn into a witch either. You so. know. Okay, I. <laughs> I did believe in the whole witch's hour superstition thing, like the whole 3 a.m. thing, because of, I have had multiple experiences um, where I would wake up at 3.30, 3.33, 3, 3 yes. o'clock, like no, I, I, and I, I would have crazy one. experiences like that. Um, like, like that, but then also more. you wake more. up from a nightmare, and it's exactly 3 yes. a.m. Yes, oh my God, and you're, horrifying. And you're just horrifying, like, and you're like, oh. okay, you know? But um, actually, with the black cat one, I was going to talk about that as well, uh, but you know, good time to bring it up. Whenever I saw a black cat as a kid, I had good luck. I did not have bad luck. You think that's probably because I was born on Friday the 13th? Because I'm probably. pretty sure it was. Probably. I'm probably. pretty sure it was. Because I remember seeing a black cat and smiling for the rest of the goddamn day. Because I knew that I was going to have a good day. You know what I mean? I was so... <laughs> like I was going to... Like, I knew, I knew as a tiny little child, I was like, I'm, I nailed that history test. I nailed that smelling bee. Hell yeah, I did. Because I saw a black cat, and I know that I did well, you know? Um, and it, oh, and the whole thing about, like, deja vu and stuff like that, like, I saw The Matrix when I was a kid, and now I can't stop thinking that it literally is glitches in The Matrix. But when I, when I was a kid uh, and deja vu would happen, it was a lot um, more prevalent in my head. Um, but nowadays, it's more like I had a dream about it, and then, like, years or weeks or months later, I see that specific moment. Yeah. And I and I say it all the time at work. I'm just like, wow, I just had deja vu of this exact phrase being said and this just moment. I just, this little tiny chunk of time, I remember this moment, you know? And that's more of what I have now for deja vu. But before, it really would feel like I had repeating events in my life as a tiny kid. But that's probably because I was a kid. So. Yeah, for me, I think whenever I had any kind of deja vu, I just kind of put it on. Uh, maybe, it, maybe it's a past life because I have I have this theory that should probably be a conspiracy theory. We should probably do an episode. Oh, on it. conspiracy theories! Because my theory is 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 the reason we have deja vu is because you fuck you you fucked up somewhere in this lifetime. You didn't get the lesson that was taught to you, so they made you relive your life all over again. Oh, and that's horrifying. And so it's branching pathways live, of... Yeah, so you're continuously living the same life over and over oh and over. Oh, my so God. So you get it right. And once you get it right, that's when you get to go to the next life. That's interesting because that's the way that I sort of feel about reincarnation is you keep reincarnating until you learn every possible lesson there is. You yes. know? And then you finally... It's almost like if purgatory existed, it's almost like you're purgatory, technically. Yes, because you're trapped reliving the same experience moments. and moments and things same like that. Same people, the same things. Yeah. That's why you run wow. into people in the world that you be like, I know them. I know this person. I've met this person before. I've hung out with them. I've done this. But I've never hung out or know this person ever in my life. Wow. That is like, wow. That is, that is there was wow. a few bad people in my life that yeah, yeah, I yeah. actually I did, was not their friend this this lifetime. Oh, 
and things are a little bit different now. And wow. I think because in the past lives are the things that I've dreamt. You did associate uh, with those people. I did associate with them, and I ended up almost like, you know, God rest his soul, my father, mm -hmm. and on drugs and stuff. Wow, that's but that's I a really interesting that. perspective to have because because that really. Um, like you can connect that to a lot of different like religious, um, you know, teachings and stuff like that, which is very, very interesting. Same thing for uh, there was this guy that used to uh, smoke with me and my best friend that I've known for 21 years. Mm -hmm. And uh, his name is Stockton Raider. Mm -hmm. And um, that's what we call him. And uh, he uh, he brought over a friend once and we were all smoking pot together. And I like coincidence. I don't know. Something inside told me something is bad about this guy. And oh. I told him, I said, this dude is going to murder somebody one day. And he was like, nah, he's just real quiet. He's just to himself. He does all these things. And you're like pretty sure he's, you're, he's going to do something bad. I mm -hmm. already know it. I feel it. I know it. And wow. he was like, whatever, whatever. Well, a couple years later, maybe five years down the road, did he actually? He actually murdered someone. Oh my god! Wow, that's like, cause, cause that's that's an interesting kind of premonition, you know, to like to connect to is is is, um, whether or not you um, had ended up that way, um, although, it's you know for the people that are that are listening that are a bit skeptical, I could definitely see how this could be just you being a very anxious person and overthinking all of your actions. So yeah. it's, so you end exactly. up, you end up kind of fantasizing about the kind of life that you would live if you had taken these pathways. Um, cause I do, I definitely do that. I, I am constantly thinking about choices like, um, sort of like a visual novel. You ever play visual novels? Cause I love them. No, um, I, <laughs> I think that they're really like, like when they're good, they're great, you know? And, and so I'm always thinking about, the different branching pathways that you can have to get the different endings in the game. And, um, and I do that for some reason in my regular life. Like I just, I'm always having these very intrusive thoughts where it's like, if I did this right now, this would happen, this would happen, this would happen, and then this would happen, and then I'd be in jail, kind and then like I would die. Effect. Yes, <laughs> and I would, and I would, and I would overthink the hell of it, and then I would have to like affirm to myself, you can't do that. You should not do that. You can't, like, because this is what's gonna happen. So, I could definitely see how it could be connected to that, but if that genuinely like is a thing, that is a very interesting way for like souls to regulate their experiences. And, and, and the funny part is, it's the same. Another coincidence was is, and it wasn't a premonition. It's coincidence because mm -hmm. I just had the feeling, my ex best friend, mm -hmm. when one day we got into a serious conversation, and I remember him asking me are you bisexual or gay? And I said, no. And he goes, okay. And then I turned around and I looked at him right in the eye and I told him, I like you a lot and we're going to be friends, but one day you're going to stab me in the back and you're going to betray me and we will no longer be friends ever again. And, and you said that straight up to I him? I said it to him. And he wow. says, and he goes, that would never happen because, you know, I respect you, you respect me. But we are no longer friends anymore because he stabbed me in the back. Wow. Wow. That's like, I mean, I wonder too, because if you didn't tell him, 
would that still would the same outcome happen? You know what I mean? Because 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 if wonder... it was in the back of his head, maybe he just like do you know what I mean? Like the natural course, and it was just in the back of his brain. And, and I wonder if it was in the back of his brain, was he thinking about it and regretting doing all that? Do you know what I mean? Like like secretly, I don't think I, the type of person he is, he was more than he was. He was a heavy narcissist. Oh, okay. And, and and no, he did not care one bit about my feelings when he did stab mm. me in the back. He made okay, it clear. Okay, okay, okay. He made it clear. Wow. He was also the one that when I did my coming out story that threatened to stab me and I told him, go ahead and do it. Oh. So uh, you could see where the fear was gone after that. Wow, after the okay. After the many years I see. of knowing him, the fear was gone and I no longer feared him anymore. You know, so he and, didn't regret any time that he had hurt oh, no, you at no. all? He, he, he didn't regret a damn thing. Wow. To this day, even to this day, he has talked to people that I have known and friends that I know in Stockton, mm -hmm. and it literally has said, like, he he doesn't give a fuck. Wow, that's really, like, that's fascinating to, to like, I mean, you to have, like, the, I mean, because sometimes I have thoughts like that where, where I'm like, this person is definitely going to hurt me. And then they do it, and then I'm like, okay, well, like, I was right then. But to have the will to, like, genuinely say that out loud to the person to directly is, and then for it to still happen is, is like, crazy. Because that's, well, like... It has a lot, to, I feel like it has a lot to do with our next topic mm. on our next episode. Mm, yes. And I used to practice witchcraft. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, and, and we gotta go back to... A lot of the stuff that I did, which I will get more into on that episode, and a lot of it was negative in the beginning. Mm, so you were doing a lot more of the the, the kind of um, ritualistic stuff that was that was more focused negatively. Yes. Oh, okay. I see. Yeah. So wow. and and this is the beginning of learning, and then learning that karma does exist. Yes. And karma will come. Oh back my and bite God! You. It does. It 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 fully has always existed like i i i see people doing really crazy things and i just think my goodness like they're just i sometimes i think wow they're really never gonna they're never gonna end up getting reprimanded for that they're never gonna be held accountable they're never gonna be you know like they're never they're never gonna feel it's, it it's kind of like the end of the movie of lovely bones yes when you're like he got away with it this freaking bastard you mm -hmm. know how could he do that to that poor little girl? And then all of a sudden, you think he got away with it. Mm -hmm. And then fate happens. Yes. And it, and, it, and and it, it says, happens. No. And I see it to people. And, and I see it happening to people. And I just, I look at it and I go, wow, that is karma. That is the, the actual definition of a karmic punishment. You I know? heard that the book was more detailed, though. In, in, oh, in, I haven't read that. How, I have not read how that yet. And uh, how it ends, it was more, uh, you could see how car how karma set it up. Wow, so it was more like fate. foreshadowed for that? Yes. Wow, that's but really then, cool. But uh, then they kind of just went straight to the point in the movie, of course, because, you know, movies Yeah, movies end up kind of, you know, shortening it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but it still had the same effect, and it was still really good when you, when you end it, because, like, you know, you're sitting there thinking, and you're going, "Dude, really?" Like a lot of people consider karmic, the karma um, in itself, whether it's good karma, bad karma, all that kind of stuff. If they don't consider it religiously, a lot of people consider it in it as a superstition, which I, you know, I could see where people, you know, see that think could think of that, but I'd also consistently see it happening to people. 
you know, like my, my, um, I don't have such a great relationship with my parents. Like I talk about, you know, my family sometimes on here and I speak relatively okay on that. But, um, there's a lot that, uh, concerns with like, uh, wow. There was, um, there's a lot of things that, that, that happened between myself and my, and my parents where I just was like, wow, this, you know, is really unfortunate. Um, but I don't know. It, they ended up having a lot of crazy things happen to them after just years in advance too. So it was almost like it was like a punishment and that was pretty cool. Although we are going to take a quick break. So I will be back and so will, uh, dark anyways. See ya. Drink some water. Welcome back everybody. Now that we're back. Yeah. That was definitely interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, um, there's a lot to talk about as far as, um, like, karmic punishments go that I think is really... we could get into that on our our following episode, because we're also doing an episode on parents. Oh, yes, that's right, yeah. We're doing one on that, and then you also wanted to ask me a lot of questions about um, the LGBT community, as far as, like, the way that, um, like, modern, uh, like, the the, the way that it's... um, I guess more uh, open, so there's a lot of different ways to label yourself, and that's that kind of thing is spread a lot quicker now, um, which I, I know that you were really curious about. So that'll yeah, be very no. interesting for yeah, those will be the episodes to come. Episodes, but yeah, superstition and all that—it's just it goes a lot into our next two, to- our like next topic, mm-hmm. and it, that's why I don't want to talk too much about it. But I want to get into it because, like I said, witchcraft I feel like plays a big role. Even, even when you're sitting there and you're worshiping something and you don't know what you're worshiping, because there's it's a lot just, of people out there who practice like just Satanism, ritualistic Satanism and from and a lot of other things. And from what I've heard from like a lot of people that are were like practicing or interested in practicing they don't really do all those things that people say they do no but that's another episode it's it's just it's choosing how you would like to worship whatever you're putting your faith in putting your belief in and um there are many different ways to to worship and um do you know ritualistic activities um but i also think that within like like, this leads sort of back to, like, superstitions is when you have a routine, you are more likely to have, you know, a more balanced um, experience of the rest yeah. of the day. Like, I, my routine in the morning has changed significantly um, because when I started testosterone, um, my doctor, she was like, you know, you have to take a shower every day. You have to, to have clean skin so that you can give yourself, you know, your dose. And I was like, okay, because I do gel. I don't do the needles because I hate needles. Um, which, honestly, if I told my mom, that, if I, like, if I told people that I, uh, like, within my family, because they don't know that I'm on testosterone, um, or at least I haven't told them, is that probably is really, revi- like, really, really relieving because they'll know I'll never do any drugs like that, you know, like, that, that, that require the needles. Yeah. They know I'll never get involved with that because I can't even do that for I the man juice. Like, like, we'll definitely get in that on another topic. Yes, on another absolutely. show Because 
That's a deeper conversation because I was about to ask another question, but I know oh, the whole direction of this. You're gonna go save it, yeah. Save it, save so, it, save so it. I'm but but that leads it. But like I said, going back to the superstitions, circle. it's like um, when you have a routine and it you know is consistent, you end up setting yourself up for success. I hear that all the time, and it's like it's a thing that mental health professionals, you know, obviously you know get advised well, but isn't that kind of like what that book was supposed to be about the secret or something like that where if you kind of set your life positive in a positive direction yes then it will bring positivity to exactly you and change so form. my routine has just become like i get i i you know i pick up the clothes that i'm going to wear i put it on the bathroom counter and i take out my testosterone dose my skincare and then i turn on my music and i go in the shower and then i do my routine and then i get out of the shower and I have everything set up and it's like a it's such a it's a methodical um like ritual yeah it's, it's a ritual it's ritual it's, almost, it's essentially yeah. a ritual because I I I have to do that because it's like you know it's not that some, that I think something bad is going to happen if I don't but it's more just like this superstition that if I keep things consistent in my life there will be good karma you know coming and karma yeah. yes consistently like if i'm consistently putting out this good routine i will get more good consistency back which is again karma you know you put good out into the world and the good will come back to you and that i think could be um like a lot of people you know when they hear the word superstition they think of really bad things, you know, like bad luck yeah. with the, with the black cat or like, you know, bad luck when like you, you step on a crack, you break your mom's back, like that, things like that. Yeah. Um, or obviously the sweep across the floor thing. Yes, um, definitely. And you go to jail for that, I guess. But, um, <laughs> cause <laughs> yeah. I had never heard of that when you said that. So I was yeah, like, no, Oh, okay. That's why I was like, when I grew up, I used to tell people that, why you swept your foot? Didn't you ever hear and sometimes they would tell me like, "Oh, dude, like I don't, I've never heard that." Before. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's that's like, pretty I niche. Guess, yeah, I like I guess it's a prison thing or something too. Because, yeah, because you know I had family who was in jail and in and out of jail. Like, oh, okay, I see. Was yeah, growing up, you know what I mean. For yeah, getting in trouble and little stupid shit. I yeah, guess. but you know, uh, but yeah. So I'm guessing it was something like that. Yeah, you know I, I mean? yeah, but like, like, like but that, still, that again, super, the superstition, the connotation is yeah, that it's, it's a bad thing, and and yeah. I and I don't think a lot of people really touch on whether like the the ones that are considered good, where yeah. it's like if you like make a wish on a dandelion, you get good luck. Where did that come from, and why does that mean good luck? <laughs> but it's a superstition. It's, it's, it's just the there. Same, it's the same as if you drop some salt. And it spills. You got to grab that salt and throw it over your shoulder, otherwise you'll get bad luck. Right, and yeah, or and you find like, a penny like heads up, and and so it's a like a good luck. It's thing. good luck, but if it's face down, it's bad luck. That's yeah. What so then, so nobody talked about like Trinity, the good luck stuff. The other day we were working, and she found the penny, and she flipped it face up, and she left it, and I said, "What are you doing? Why didn't you just pick up the penny? Well, it's bad luck to pick up the penny." And I said, what? What? And then, and then she's just like, no, I flip it face up, up so that somebody, somebody else, else can find oh. it and get the good luck that they were supposed to get because okay. it was face down. I was like, that still makes I, no sense, but okay. No okay. Yeah. Like, like it makes just, a little bit of sense when she explains it, but also it's almost like that. That's still fucking weird. You're still yeah. weird for that. Yeah. You're you just, know, this, it's but okay. Insane. I mean, no, I, I can see that still weird though. <laughs> like, yeah. Again, like you, it's well, like pennies only give you one day. 
Right. I, I'm just letting you know. And then you it know, divides into all the other fucking coins, and it's yeah, like and crazy. Then the days. Yeah. Yes. There's twelve. There's been many times where I found like almost two dollars in quarters once I went all face up. Wow. And, and literally, I was like, I was set for it. You I were said, like feeling was, yourself. Yeah, You're ready. I, I literally kept that change in my pocket at work everywhere I went. Wow. And like. I don't know why. Did you have good luck, though? Did it work this, out? Hey, for me, it did. Okay, I mean, then I, mean, I, get, I, was I guess so that one's times. true, then. I, I I don't think it's true more than, I like you said before, manifesting something right. that is you positive. You put good out into the world, you give yeah, it back. And you, so if you so if you think of it as a good thing, it will probably... It's kind of like the bamboo yeah. plants and all those things where they say, oh, you know, you take care of it, it'll give you luck. Yes. And it'll bring money to your house. Yeah. And you take care of it, and you do it, and you're keeping it alive, and you're doing all these things. And it's just like, okay, but wait a minute. At what point do I tell myself this is this might just be a little bull? You know? I mean, okay, <laughs> that's another thing that I wanted to talk about is is when when you are a skeptic of you know coincidences and you know superstitions like that. I I think that there is a sense of um, unfortunately I think there's a bit of bitterness. When, when you are, you know, criticizing people that believe in those kinds of superstitions, whether or not they exclusively believe in the bad ones or exclusively believe in the good ones, or they believe in a mix of both, I think that there is a sense of bitterness that you end up getting from being like that skeptical where you're super, like you criticize people for that. And it's like, I think you might be fucking weird, but I'm not going to tell you to like stop, you know, cause like, that's your thing. That's just what you do. And, 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 and also I think a lot of people, um, so much, so much more so. I think now, um, like now, more in, more recently, because of the internet, because information is passed along so much faster, there is a lot more um, things are criticized so much faster. What you like is criticized so much faster, and it's yeah. and so I think that people lose sight of just letting people be happy. You know, yeah, letting no, people because there's always going to be those people out there who just want to make everybody feel like crap. Right, they, but they you, just yeah, do. they just do. Like that's why I was always saying, you know, we we have our podcast, and whether or not people, a lot of people out there are listening to it or not, we don't know. But, but we're still enjoying the time yeah. that we spend here to sit and talk. It's yeah, not even exactly. like a, you know what I mean? Like when, when yeah. people criticize people for even starting a podcast period it's like well what if that what if the, but, those people wanted to just sit down and enjoy yeah. a, a conversation but at the same time i've always accepted their criticism so i'm like you know in the fact of oh you want to say we're dumb or we sound stupid well that's your opinion whatever exactly and then it's like oh but we can't hear you because the sound it sounds like this or there's something wrong with your mics, or it's echoing, and then we're like, oh, okay, well, we need to fix that yeah. as, as much as we I, can. I completely, yeah, like, like I'm not saying you but can't raw, criticize people, but I'm but also... And unedited is raw and unedited. Yeah. It, it's literally mistakes, things are going to happen, stupid shit might happen, dogs so, might run in. It doesn't matter. <laughs> But that's that's what I mean is is that is that like when you you know are criticizing people, be wary of whether or not that person is even gonna want to receive it, because yeah. like, um, like a lot of people just aren't open to criticism, and even if they are, you still don't want to like completely shut p- people down, yeah, because exactly. what it does is it sets people up to just not enjoy themselves when they want to do anything, 
because that means because they're going to be thinking about how they're going to be criticized and i used to let myself like i used to run myself that way for so long and i still have problems with it i'm not gonna try and be on a high horse about it because I'm, I'm still very young and i still have a lot of issues um yes. <laughs> but like it started with like my music taste like i used to be really insecure about the stuff that i listened to but it's like as soon as i realized that the music doesn't have to be good enough for anybody but myself it like really changed my like my view on like how i want to enjoy my music you know yeah it's like my kids listen to a lot of music and like my son bumps a lot of juice world and things like that and i'm like okay i listen to some of it and some of it i'm gonna admit it's really good music it's, yeah it's actually pretty good but it's, but then there's it's subjective songs that i'm just like he's just sitting there going with it like yeah dad and i'm like son what the fuck is you listening to bro yeah, and and you know, but that's 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 you what know, I mean. I is is music music is totally subjective. Music doesn't have yes. to be good for anybody else but yourself. If you're exactly. listening to that music, you're listening to it for you, because chances are, are you, how many people are you listening to music in front of other people? Like how many yeah. people are you actually like? It's usually just yourself, and that's it's, why it's all it's dumb. My music is literally freaking anything that i like like that's why that's why a lot of people like some people love my playlist that i play at work and some people hate it because if i put it on random you never it know is a, play. an emotional roller coaster it i will i like, swear to god what's that one song where it's, it's fucking dolly parton there was this dolly parton song and then it, and then it was like jumping in the shower something something and i something Oh, uh, nine to five. Yes, working nine to five. I fucking love that song. You know what song <laughs> I also love? King for a day, Pierce the Veil, right? So essentially, when it went from nine to five to fucking King for a day, I was like, just I busted up laughing, and I was like, Dark, what the shit is going on with your playlist? And you were like, Oh, it's just my general playlist. It's like on shuffle, and I was like, It is an emotional roller coaster, is what it fucking is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. You will hear dudes in music. You'll hear, you'll hear High School Musical maybe. I think there's like one song I listen to by them with them. I listen to Glee. Yeah. Like it is a know? whole like it it is a whole emotional roller coaster. But that the but that's the thing is it doesn't need to make sense to me. It's just your playlist. It is meant yeah. for you, and it's good for you, you know? And it's, it's like... story of my life sometimes. When, like, if I listen to it all the way in order, you'd be like... The emotional roller coaster you would feel... You'd be going from... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like, you're just... Why? No. Oh. Okay. No. Yes. 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 <laughs> no. Oh, no. 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 Like, it's... Yeah. But, it's just like that. It's just jumps around. Yeah. And it's just like everything I've ever listened to. And when I, when he talks about my playlist, I'm talking about everything, like literally everything, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s. It is all of them. It's all the way all to now. All of them. All the way to now. And I have a large genre of music. I love music. That is just it's always been my outlet growing up because that's the only thing I could do to like, you know, shut my parents out is, is I'd have a headphones and I like one day got a CD player from a cousin or something. Mm -hmm. And, and it helped to kind of just yeah, like drown it just out. I had CDs and I would just listen to albums over and over and over. And yeah. Over and, over and, over. and, and you know, I, my only, I mean, that was with me, but with movies. Um, but, 
like when I started listening to music more on my own, that was really when I started like figuring that out. Is like it, that that sort of concept where of like just sort of um, you know exploring genres, seeing what you like. And I I really do like a little bit of everything. Like I'm not afraid to admit it. I like country sometimes, dude. Like it's like it's sometimes yeah, sometimes no, even though okay. like the, some of the lyrics. <laughs> I mean, sometimes when even when the lyrics are definitely pandering, like I you listen, know all that kind of thing. I listen to my own genre of music as well. So for my culture so sometimes <laughs> you'll catch me like if you really listen hard enough there's days where i open i just hit my playlist and like you'll hear like los bookies <laughs> you'll hear yeah ramon you'll hear someone like yeah, that yeah, yeah. You're just like and you're just like oh dude like i didn't know you listen to like mexican music and yeah it's like, bro. but it's like that's your you know <laughs> i know what they're saying and you do realize that right i'm not gonna tell anybody else because i don't want to have to take orders <laughs> that way <laughs> like no offense to anyone but i'm lazy i don't want to do that <laughs> exactly exactly like, yeah no i that's that's um yeah it's it's very um like I, I, I tend to jump between genres because um, I would um, hyperfixate on certain um, like decades of music as well. So I would only listen to like 60s and 70s for like months and then I would be more into the 80s. I really still love 80s music. I don't know what they put in the water, but like 80s music is like the best. Like fucking Tainted Love, Soft Cell, bro. You yeah. kidding me? That song is yeah, like they, crack. It, I I go feral for that shit. It was a really good era. It seems like we were like I was born during that time. Let me tell you, there's like cartoons and everything. But you know, to get back to like all the superstition and all the other stuff, I mean, I can understand why, like the generations, how they differ, differentiate. You know what I mean? And how there's several different kinds. And what people believe in and it's because information just travels yes, faster yeah it just travels faster now than it ever did during my time absolutely we, like, we didn't even have an internet when that was really right so when we a song was popular it. it was popular for a it. millennia before before people it's realized like, that it wasn't cool like anymore we barely had it i think what we had was dial-up yes back then yeah because it was because by the time you were like 10 or something or like 10 or 11 maybe when like, no, when the 90s I was literally no when the 80s already happened after I was growing up because oh, I yeah, remember huh. I was born in 82 right so by the time I was a little kid like I said I just remember getting a Nintendo I didn't even know what it was I just remember my parents having Atari and I used to play their Atari. yeah yeah and then there's the the NES and, and then the N64 and yeah. all these different yeah, and then all consoles these and I remember wanting them but my parents never let me have those things well yeah I mean they're they're until I got a job and I paid for it myself my parents never let me have those things wow that's Wow, that's an they interesting. Said, they yeah. said uh, basically, like you need to focus on life itself and stop playing around. And I did a lot of work. Yeah. So I was working probably since I was five years old. Mm -hmm. I ain't gonna lie. If he had needed help with something, we helped him. Yeah. Whether it was wiping something down, scrubbing something, whatever. Yeah. So it's crazy, but yeah, like we had our own superstitions out there in the country too, and. Like, there was a lot of stuff. Like, they would, like, literally, like, it was just insane because of all the chaotic stuff that happened in karma. And, like I said, I remember a few times coming into the city and then being, like, told, like, uh, you know, 
at every corner somebody's gonna die, you know, because you'll get shot at. And then I moved to the city and I'm like, what kind of shit was that? I'm like, if I do fucking bad shit, I'm gonna scare tactic, yeah. Yeah, or if you do something bad, you're gonna become bad. Or, oh, that was the gateway to you being a horrible person. Like, yeah, I, and it's a little bit, it. it's a little bit dramatic, I think. <laughs> Yeah, you know, and we used it, I guess parents used it to try to keep their kids in line back then. Yeah, and it's you also, know? like, partly because you want to keep your kids safe and stuff, but there's also, you know what's crazy is that there are, like, um, it's, I think it really started happening when I was a kid, and the internet was really starting to take off, like, really, really bad, um, but people, um, it's really hard for kids nowadays to stay sheltered. If they have yeah. access to the internet, they don't, they straight up, they will not believe in Santa Claus anymore. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. no kid that I know actually still believes in Santa Claus, the Easter Bunny, Tooth Fairy, like all those kinds of figures. Because you just like, if you have access to the internet, theoretically, you looked it up. Like, like that kid probably yeah. asked the internet yeah, where, if it was real and it? realized that they just weren't real. And so it's like, like all these, you know, again, superstitions of like, like, oh, if you, you know, leave a tooth under your pillow, you're going to get money from the tooth fairy. Like, okay, I guess. But like, you know, I, I stopped believing all that stuff when I was a lot, when I was very, very young because of the fucking internet. But now I, I know literally no kid that actually still believes in it. Oh no, I grew up in a family where when I remember one year we talked about like Santa Claus and when I was... I used to celebrate like Santa Claus stuff like with like my with my uncle before you know mm -hmm. before he uh, gave me to my grandparents and literally after that no yeah no, no they were honest they were too honest mm -mm. there's no such thing as Santa Claus we're not painting eggs and wasting them to just to go so you could not eat them or mm -hmm. whatever and hard boil them and waste your time yeah we're not gonna celebrate this because you know. All it does is make people want to gather together and get drunk, and there's no point in doing that. That's expensive. Yeah. And then there's no point in doing it. Like, you know, there, yeah. every holiday was shut down, but they, but we did celebrate, like, Fourth of July, those kinds of things. And, like, instead of, like, those other stuff, like, where most people would be like, what do you call it? We just kind of have family dinners during that time. And yeah. And we did celebrate Thanksgiving because every year my grandma Because it was, like, a family, family thing. Like, that's, that's yeah. what really Thanksgiving is about is just – is just family yeah um because like everything that it stands on was is really not at all like notable um or at least uh notarized in a way that it's also true you know but because it's not but um like with christmas with halloween with you know valentine's day all that kind of stuff it's all kind of become an, a, a corporate cash cow you know around that yeah. time of year all the companies know that they're gonna very like they're oh, gonna they get raise huge... prices too. Though. They raise pri yeah, like they I'm did. serious. I I mean Halloween is my favorite holiday. Day favorite like, favorite holiday expensive. by far is Halloween because I love playing dress up. God, I do. It's so fun. And I go to Old Sacramento, and I go to Evangeline's in September, and I get my Halloween costume because they st they have the low prices at that time. Evangeline's is a costume shop that just is open year round, and I literally love that place so much it is like my happy place i love it so much 
it, there's so many stuff. Check it out one time. I, dude, I've I used to go. To, I used to go to Old Sacramento all the time as a kid. Um, like that was like an every year thing. We would go. I've never been there. Like, I've been to Sacramento probably to the state fair. I think it was. Oh, okay, yeah. And then we went to like you know was it in Sacramento? There is Vallejo's. Mm, yeah, but, no. You know, but I mean, the neighborhood of Old Sacramento is so it. fun, and we on we sometimes we would, we would be able to time it right, and it would be around the Gold Rush weekend. So literally, a bunch of people would be dressed up in like eighteen hundreds garb, and there'd be street performers, and it was just this like it was a really good experience for me as a kid, and I definitely I credit that shit it, it like pretty much well very immensely I would say to the reason why I'm such a huge history buff um, because it really like. It was a fascinating experience for me, and it was just made my imagination go wild. But that's, you know, a lot of, again, it's just a lot of, like, gobbledygook for, you know, money to be made. So I always I always go in, like, September <laughs> because, yeah. like, fuck the high prices in, in October. You yeah, know? oh, definitely. Plus, everything is out of stock, you know, by the yeah. time you get yeah, there. Definitely. Everything's out of stock. That's everywhere, though. That's, like, if you don't start shopping anywhere for anything or, like, yeah it doesn't matter what his school supplies everything because right now like it's coming up on college and i've said it before i go to college every year so Mm -hmm. and i'm studying the that tech stuff you know yeah so it's like every year no the price freaking of books or something some stuff stays cheap but then all the good stuff basically like five star binders that like were normally like two dollars three dollars they get seven dollars now like seven dollars and you're like dude i just need a five subject notebook yeah like and and it's it's crazy because it's like i mean i understand the hustle but also it fucking sucks you know yeah definitely so you know there's a lot to be said on that um for sure but uh Wow, what a, what an episode we've talked we talked a yeah, hell of a lot about like everything. Well, the, my coincidences ended up being also superstitions with like the Friday the Thirteenth well, thing like, too. When I think of our podcast, I think of it kind of like fucking like like fucking hellish terms. You just mm. kind of just talk, and just, just talking. Say what the fuck you want to say, you know? And if if people don't like it, there's always gonna be motherfuckers out there that don't like your shit. Yeah, and, and you just gotta learn to deal with it, but don't disrespect nobody because you don't want to dis- get. Beat yeah, just let people enjoy like themselves, yeah, you know. Exactly. And like uh, that also reminds me of another uh, another podcast that I that I listen to. It's called The Basement Yard, and it's like it's it's literally also just a bunch of it's two guys, and they're just con- like just talking about whatever they want, and like they just like it goes and it derails so fast, and I don't even know. I don't even know if they plan it. Straight up, because it seems like they just sit down and they just like speak, and I. They just all open up a can of beer and just like. Yes. Yes, it literally, and it's it's nuts, but like. Because I know when we film ours, I got mine. We, so, <laughs> I always have my can of but beer. But we usually have like not. kind of a topic to go on. Yeah. And then it derails. <laughs> yeah, and then it derails because we get like, distracted. Oh. <laughs> um. But I think that that I think that that will do it for this episode. I think yeah. we've talked about uh, quite a lot today. I hope everybody enjoyed it. Um, we will be uh, coming back in a bit, hopefully with a special guest. I believe we'll be doing a couple episodes with them, perhaps. Yeah, he said he'll do a couple, so we're gonna do a couple. Okay, gotcha. All right. Cool. So that was it for the Dark and Moth show. Um, once again. Uh, have a lovely day. I'm wishing good karma on all of you, except if you're a bitch. Shut the fuck up and get bad karma. Um, 
Drink water, though. I uh, drink water. That's all I can really. Relating to our next episode, parents, take care of your kids. Don't yeah. Be abandoned. Don't be having fucking kids if you don't want them. Don't exactly. All right. <laughs> All right, let's get out of here. And we're out. Yeah. Talk to you guys later. Bye-bye.